Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Welcome to our weekly internet program. I'm your host, Minister Joy Lewis, and you're listening to another great episode of Free on the Inside, a ministry to inform you about the love of God, to encourage you about uh, being about your father's business, and to inform you that God is still in charge, regardless of everything that's going on. Earthquake, floods, rumors of wars, God is still in charge. And I want you to have a sense that everything is going to be all right. Today, today, today is the day of the Lord. So let us rejoice and be glad in it. I'm so happy and pleased to be with you once again for another great episode. You know, we're just coming off a great uh, week of ministry. We was down at Dallas Life Foundation last weekend with all our volunteers. Our hat goes off to the volunteers, and we're going to... uh, uh, let's speak more on that in just a moment here But we just want to be mindful That there's a lot of things going on in society today But yet, have no fear Have no fear Because God is still on the throne That's beautiful, that's awesome That's encouraging That's encouraging Our, uh, our heart goes out and our prayers go up For the uh, for the storm victims in Houston uh, For how uh, the... Uh, Devils seem to be run, running uh, rampant down there, you know, but we know that these are, are just uh, trying times here, amen, but we know that God is still in charge, that hurricane that uh, that pounded and, and 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 beat up the coast of uh, Houston and Galveston there, put a lot of men and women uh, out of their comfort zone and, and gone to shelters and nearby uh, place of, of safety, so uh, I had gone off to them and to all the volunteers. Uh, that's working in that effort. If you want to find out more about uh, items that they need or places you can go, you can always log on to uh, to the internet and go to uh, 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 the uh, 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 American Red Cross sites, and also Dallas have a uh, shelter here. K. Bailey Hutchinson have a shelter here for the storm victims. Here, uh, this broadcast is coming out of Dallas, Texas, so. We are happy to be uh, be in a uh, in a city that support God's people. That's reaching out to assist God's people. This isn't the first time that Dallas has done this. We done it back in when Katrina had hit had hit New Orleans. So we thank God for uh, us being able to do that as a city, and also having having experience to do that. Cause you know, so experience makes things go well. You know, it's 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 a little comfort to say, hey, we don't been through this here before, so we know some of the pitfalls, but we know some of the things that have been that we need to make this successful. And it's kind of about life too. Life goes by much more pleasant if you had some experience. Yes, I lost my job. But then I lost a job before, and I know that if God was for me then, sure he'll be with me now. Yes, I've been sick, but I got over that sickness, and God healed me. If God did it before, he'll do it again. And so I encourage you, storm victims, I encourage you, volunteers, to hope, keep holding on because God is in charge. Uh, I'd like to just say hello to our listening audience. Thank you for tuning in. Miss Vera, thank you uh, for uh, tuning in. Rev uh, Crawford, thank you for tuning in. Rev Johnson, thank you for tuning in. Tuning in. My brother Richard Daniel, thank you, and a host of other people that are listening to the show on a regular basis. So thank you, thank you, thank you. But as we get ready to go into our program here, we want to be very mindful that uh, Granny Place Ministry is sponsoring this program each and every week, and we want to thank Granny Place Ministry for uh, having faith in. And 
and us has put together this program. And I like to, and I said that when I, and I, I'm very, very humble about this because I said, us, it ain't none of me. I can't do any of this here. You know, I can't do none of this. I have a whole host of people, angels, or whatever you may want to phrase them as, to, as doing what, uh, assisting me in what I do. I, you know, you might hear my voice, but I have a lot of people that are surrounding me. I have a lot of people that's encouraging me. I have a lot of people that I support also. So it goes both ways. So we want to thank God for uh, for having men and women to walk beside us. Also, uh, one of our partners in ministry is Linda Joy Ministry. Linda Joy Ministry is doing a, uh, uh, she collecting items for the hurricane victim. And so you can uh, go to Linda Joy Ministry and find out uh, some items that she'll need. And she's been a guest on the show. And she's also um, a volunteer in our jail ministry down at the uh, Lusteric Women. So um, she's uh, actually involved in the ministry. And she has a ministry called Take It to the Streets. I love that because she and a group of uh, other volunteers, they go out and they uh, uh, set up ministry on the street and they uh, just share the love of God. They share items that they need. They pray with men and women. And they encourage them to come out of that lifestyle. They encourage them that God is able. So we want to continue to lift them up in prayer and their ministry. Amen. But uh, last weekend down at Dallas Life Foundation, we had a great time down there. That was our annual luncheon, Feeding the Multitude. And we've been doing that for a number of years. And we want to thank God for uh, for the faithful volunteers that come down each and every year. Some of them are active throughout the year in that ministry, and some of them only comes down just that once a year, which is great, which is great because, uh, you know, uh, we just want to be involved in people's life. It's no big eyes, no little use. But I, unless, well, I like to make mention of some of the volunteers, Reverend Edwards. Reverend Edwards came down, and he assisted us in the kitchen, and he assisted us uh, in, the, in just help putting together that program. With his, with his finances and also with his uh, show of love. Now, the Reverend Edwards has, has truly been a friend of mine in the ministry. I, I volunteer with him and work with him at the juvenile uh, ministry. We go down to the uh, Henry Wade and we go over to Youth Village and we're uh, uh, very serious about the ministry. Reverend Edwards was doing it long before me and I'm just following in his, his footsteps. You know, the scripture said, Follow me as I follow Christ. I'm following Reverend Edwards in his ministry, not per se, not too much about his uh, uh, what he do because we know that people do things and they they fall and and they make mistakes. We all do. I do. I do. I do. But I'm following Christ because I see Christ dwelling richly in his life, and I see the things that God put to his hand to do, and I see the measure of success that he that he's able to accomplish. But I also see the the failures too because it works both ways. Let's Remember, Jesus wasn't always successful in what he had done. Sometimes Jesus just had to walk away, but yet he was successful with doing the will of the Father. I want to encourage you to be successful in doing the will of the Father. Yes, people may not want to hear what you have to say. They might even de- uh, deny you in certain opportunities, but yet just be uh, do the will of the Father, and you will be successful. You can lay down at night with an amen and a hallelujah. Thanking God for another day, Amen. And so I I I got that from Reverend Edwards because he uh, he encouraged me because sometimes things just don't go right in my own personal life or in in my life of the ministry. And he said, Hey, God is in charge. So I want to encourage you that God is in charge, Amen. And also we wanted to uh, make mention of Brother Willie. Brother Willie volunteers with us down at the. Uh, at Lusteric, Brother Willie was incarcerated down at Lusteric, but now, 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 he's volunteering. He's on our ministry team, and we go down there twice a month. Can you imagine the same jail that had Brother Willie locked down, the same uh, officers that was in charge of him sitting down, shutting up, and be quiet, and serving food, and mopping the floor, and now he's out there now telling them about the goodness of God, and he's out there telling men that God wants to hear from them, telling men that they can stand up when they don't have to sit down to everything. That's awesome now. That's awesome. And Brother Willie been doing that a number of years. You know, I was talking to Brother Willie, and Brother Willie been with me about six or seven years. Can you imagine that? He had been incarcerated most of his life, but yet when he got a glimpse of God, when he saw the power of God dwelling in, 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 
in the lives of the people around him. He said, I want a part of that. And guess what? He was serious about it. And God honored that prayer. Can you imagine God uttering our prayer? You know, I think so much of the Bible when this man that was blind, they call him blind boy males, and he heard that Jesus was coming to town, and he positioned himself. Oh, I love that. Are you positioning yourself for a breakthrough? Are you positioning yourself to have a relationship with God? And they said that he positioned himself, and he cried out. I think he positioned himself and started praying. Heavenly Father, have mercy on me. Are you praying for mercy in such a time as this? And he positioned himself, and God came through because God is faithful. But yet it said that that man dropped. They say he dropped his worldly possession. He dropped the thing that was dear to him. What are you willing to let go and let God? Oh, wow, oh, oh. Are you willing to let go of some things and have a relationship with God? I, you have to call those things. I can't call them out, but you know what it is. You know the things that's keeping you up at night, the things that are weighing heavy on your heart. Let those things go and let God. His brother Willie had a sense of that, and he let go, and now he's been following God, and he's been uh, uh, he's been a friend of God, and God is a friend of his, amen? And so we want to uh, continue to lift Brother Willie up as he continues to be in the ministry. And also we had Evangelist uh, Jordan. She's a part of the ministry that I made, made mention. Then we had uh, Evangelist Sharon. Sharon is a... Uh, is our team member for our women. Sharon has been dealing with some health issues, but God is able, and she's been very faithful in the ministry. She have a group of ladies that go down there with her. We pray that God would send her some help, and sure enough, he did, so she don't have to go on a regular basis, and we have enough ladies in the ministry that's able to rotate and go down there and meet the needs of the ladies at, at Lusteric, and they go down there on the third Sunday of each month. Uh, uh, little, uh uh, Sharon goes down there. Karen Johnson go down there. Evangelist Williams go down there. To, these are the women's ministry. And so we want to thank them for what they're doing. And some of those volunteers were over at our uh, luncheon at Dallas Life Foundation. Brother Willie was over there. Uh, uh, Evangelist Sharon was over there at the luncheon. And also the young men from the Cottrell House. I have that audio clip. But I can't pull it up right now, so please forgive me. And we're going to try to uh, download that and play it for you. Because we did our show last week from Dallas Life Foundation. And the Cottrell House allowed the young men to come down. The Cottrell House is a juvenile facility. And the young men are being sentenced to the crime that they had committed. And they'll stay there at the, uh, at the Cottrell House to the duration of their time. And so they have living facilities there. They have a kitchen. And God has blessed us to have a uh, to develop a garden over there. And the garden came out well uh, last spring. We had some uh, watermelons in the garden. We had some cucumbers and some squash and uh, 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 various types of pepper plants and tomato plants. And it, and it all produced some fruit. Ain't that something? And I would tell a young man, it's a way that they work uh, diligently for their success and their future will produce fruit. Fruit. Can you imagine that? You mean tell me if I put my if I put my time and effort and talent into something, it will produce something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something else, isn't it? If I worked hard at something, if I did it honorable and noble and pleasing to God, it'll produce the thing that God wanted to produce in my life, and not my life, but my family life. That means that the fruit that they worked on and the fruit that they helped develop in that garden not only blessed them, but it blessed the residents of that house and the staff. That means that I could be a blessing not only to myself, but to my family, to my sons, to my daughters, to my wife, to my parents. Think about it. Think about it. Is it anything too hard for God? And so those young men were very encouraged to come over to the Cottrell house. And guess what? They were all in the kitchen. We had They were back there preparing food. And uh, they were uh, help, uh they was preparing the lunch. They were on the uh, uh, food serving line. They were serving lunch. They were assisting some of the elderly residents and some of the residents that had kids. They were assisting them with their trays back over to their uh, to their seat. Some of them was on the dessert line. They were serving dessert, and it, I will tell you about the dessert in a minute. But some of them was also in the uh, in uh, taking. They was uh, washing dishes. And they was uh, back there taking up dirty trays and taking them back to the kitchen. 
And so some of them done that right there, and I was really amazed. And that's what we want to do. We want to teach our young men to have empathy and compassion for people. We want to teach our women to have compassion and empathy for people. We don't want people to grow up with a sense of it's all about me. We don't want people to grow up to say, hey, I don't want to help nobody because nobody ever helped me. Even those young men are incarcerated. They still want to help somebody. Or you feel like that you are disabled or enabled. Won't you try helping somebody? Won't you go beyond yourself and look into the needs of others? That's what our show is about, being free on the inside. Yes, I'm, I'm held down. Yes, I got things going on. But I'm going to be free because Christ died for me. And he said, go ye therefore and baptize the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And lo, I will be with you always. That means that I don't have to do this alone. That means that I'm not going to be alone because he's going to be there with me through the ups, through the downs, through the times that I'm not, I don't know what's going on, through the times that I feel like that I got everything under control. You know, David said, where can I go to flee from the presence of the Lord? If I went to the uttermost parts of the earth, in Psalms 139, you there too. If I went to the deepest death, to hell, to Hades, or whatever scourge you, God will be there too. You know, we do ministry, and we go to the streets, man, and we go to some places that are ugly and nasty and scary, but we share God with them. They don't always have to be a, 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 a physical nasty. It could be a mental nastiness. You know, when I go to the jail, I see these brothers with these tattoos on and these brothers with these muscles and these brothers that's incarcerated for the rest of their life. They have nothing to lose from in their sharing sharing the love of Christ Jesus in their life. And I see the walls of frustration falling down, the walls of bitterness falling down, the walls of missed opportunities falling down. And they follow their knees and say, Brother, what must I do to be saved? And I tell them just believe in their heart and confess with their mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. And you too should have a relationship with it. Yes, you'll still be here. Yes, you'll still be wearing the same clothes, but yet you'll be free on the inside. Oh, that's awesome now. That's awesome. And the brothers see that, and they have a sense of that, and they living in that freedom, and they walking in that freedom, and that same freedom that you and I have as Christians. Our brothers and sisters have them living up under the bridge. Our brothers and sisters have them on death row. Our brothers and sisters have them being incarcerated. Yes, I'm free, brother. I'm going through some things right now. But I know if God be for me, who can be against me? And when I get out of this here, I'm going to tell about the love of God. And I'm going to live honorable and pleasing a life that's honoring and pleasing God. Oh, that's awesome. That's something to think about. That's something to work on. That's something to be about. Hey, I want to be about my father's business. I want to be about my father's business. But those young men at the Cottrell house, uh, they really took it to heart to serve it down there. And after all had been said and done, one of the young men came to me and said, hey, I want to come back. I want to come back. I said, well, you know you're welcome. He said, yeah, but I want to come back right away. I said, well, you can come back as often as the facilities will let you. You know, because they got rules and regulations, and so we have to go through the proper challenge for them young men to come there. And I let them know none of us is above the law. None of us have such a prestige and notoriety that we don't follow rules. When I go down to the jail and the volunteers go down to jail, we have this one thing in mind. We give up our will. We give up our freedom because uh, we are subject to the laws of the, of the jail. We're subject to their laws. So they put us in a room and they tell us to wait. Regardless if we feel like we wait too long, we can ask about it. We can be concerned, but that's their rules. And regularly they may be doing some things or some things may be going on that we're not aware of, and they're doing it for our protection. Yes, sometimes they may not uh, be processing the inmates fast enough, and we're sitting in there and we're waiting to hold a Bible study or teaching session, and the inmates are not coming in. And so we have to realize that things may be going on. We realize that that's the enemy's stronghold and that he don't want the word of God to be shared. And so the battle is not out. It belongs to the Lord. But, and we have to realize regardless of how good a message is going because we're set up for two services each time we go down to the jail. Regardless of how good the message is going, we have to cut it off because we got another group that needs to hear that same message. I know sometimes it's challenging, but we're subject. Uh, you know, uh, uh, but the Holy Spirit is subject to us. You know, to to men because we do not want to. Uh, we do not want to belabor the Holy Spirit. You know, even Jesus said, "I must go 
if I don't go, the comfort won't come. Sometimes if we don't let go of what we're doing, someone else won't be blessed. Someone else may miss out an opportunity. Yes, God is going to get to them. Yes, the word is going to be encouraged, but someone else may be going through something that they need to hear a word from the man and the woman of God. So we want to be mindful to be right on time. And so, again, you're listening to Free on the Inside of Weekly Internet Program, your host, Minister Joy Lewis. We don't have a guest this morning. I was intending to uh, share some information regarding our uh, luncheon at Dallas Life Foundation, but that audio, audio clip isn't available. So it's just me and some uh, nice Christian music, and we pray that you enjoy your morning, get you a cup of coffee. Our line, the studio line is 3109 uh, 3109824126. Again, that studio number is 310-982-4126. You too can call in and voice your uh, opinion and ideas regarding what's going on in society today. And uh, as we are being very mindful that these are trying times for the men and women, we want to uh, lift them up in prayer for the hurricane victims. And also we want to uh, see what we can do. I'm talking about as a, as a ministry, as an individual, as a uh, a collective organism to what we can do to help assist our uh, the hurricane victims. Because it had not been for God, we could be in that situation. We may even be in that situation later on. We never can tell. So we want to do the best we can. It don't mean that you'll get back what you put out. But then guess what? You've been you already sent up temples in heaven. So maybe you know maybe you'll be blessed when things happen to you. Amen. But if not, you just do it unto God. Amen. And so that's all that counts. And so uh, back to the Dallas Life Foundation, we was, uh, had Brother Timothy that came down from Victory Outreach and Sylvia and Sonia. They came down, and so we want to thank them for coming out. Brother Timothy uh, is a friend of mine. He was a part of the jail ministry, but he was unable to go on a regular basis, but he still prayed for us and still supported us in that effort. And it was good to see him. And he came down and he shared his voice and, and his testimony with our listening audience uh, on that live broadcast. And I'm afraid I don't have it right now, but we're going to pull it up and we're going to get it out there so you too can listen to it and enjoy it. Amen. And Sister Sylvia came and she shared with us about what God had done in her life, how she had lived a life that wasn't quite pleasing to our Heavenly Father, but yet. God still didn't give up on her. God still had his hands on her. And God still gave her that freedom to come down there and say yes. About amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved someone like me. She said that she once was lost, but now she found. She was blind, but now she see. She see how good God is. Not only for her and her family, but all, for all of God's people. How they, now she wasn't the only one out on a Saturday morning assisting people and laboring in the field of love for Christ Jesus. And I love to think about Saturday mornings as me time. It's my own personal time, the time that I reflect on, on the week events. But yet she's willing to share her time with me and with God. And with God and with me, all it works both ways. And how she's able to share that time with boldness and without any restrictions or reservations, that she came out and she done it unto the Lord, Amen. And she stayed there the whole duration. And at the end of the other time, they sit down and they broke bread, and we all had lunch together. Oh, that's awesome! And little Joe Bud came out from Shady Grove Baptist Church. I never mentioned uh, Shady Grove Baptist Church, y'all. You know why, why my church is, but we want to make mention of it today. Shady Grove Baptist Church with Pastor Michael Morgan, a truly a man to God, uh, allowed us to come down there and do this on, a, on as often as possible, at least just once a year, where we actually serve and prepare the lunch for the residents. We, uh, uh, we uh, prepare lunch for 300 residents. Sometimes we have less than that. And sometimes we may go a little more, but we at least have 300 uh, dinners, hot dinners served for the rather. We want to thank Sister Lewis and her staff for putting together a great dinner. They had, uh, we had, what's that, uh, uh, baked chicken with some uh, uh, baked beans and some, uh, with a salad. And we also had ice cream as a dessert. Can you imagine ice cream for 300 people? Oh, man. And they loved it. And then we had to... Uh, the uh, a young man was dipping the ice cream out with the scoop, and then we had ice cream cones and, and ice cream cones. I was thinking that they were for the young people. Some of the old people wanted them too. They said, "Hey, give me one of the ice cream cones." 
and so they had a, a ice cream cones, and so that everybody was very pleased. And then, then uh, at, with that luncheon, we uh, we had an opportunity to give them a little, uh, show a little token of love. We had a raffle, and we gave out a few items that the residents really enjoyed. One of the residents said, "Hey, I really needed something like this," and and so they were very pleased. And we had some for the kids. We had the coloring books and and some little uh, stickers and and things like that that'll put a smile on a kid's face, and also their parents. And so we it was great. It was great. We had a great time. And so uh, I just want you encourage you to continue to pray for this ministry. Continue to be about our father's business. And I just gave you a little insight and. And an update on what we was at in the ministry. Now, as the year progresses, we get ready to uh, uh, do our fall ministry, which is uh, our Thanksgiving, and also putting together some hygiene kits. I like to think of survival kits for our, our, our brothers and sisters uh, that consist of uh, socks, deodorant, toupees, some shaving items, some high, uh, hygiene items for male and female, and also some scriptures. Little uh, scriptures, uh, 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 tracks, little scripture tracks that we're putting up to encourage them when they may not read it then, but later on they'll read it and say, Wow, this is what I needed. God, you've been with me and I didn't even know it. It's amazing how sometimes God is there with us and we don't even know it until, until, until something happens. And then you say, Lord, you were with me all the time. That's good. That, that is so true. Uh, I'm going to, uh, yield. Here for a minute and allow you to continue to listen to some uplifting music. And I'll be back with you shortly. Again, you're listening to Free on the Inside, weekly internet program with your host, Minister Joy Lewis. God bless you. Enjoy this musical selection, and I'll be back with you shortly.
You are listening to Free on the Inside with Minister Lewis. God truly have been good to his people. Amen. Amen. God have been good to me. I know that you can say that. I want you to say that. Just say it anyway. Regardless of what's going on, regardless of what the outcome is, regardless of what people say, say God has been good to me. Uh, we have an uh, audio clip we'd like to share with you. It's one that you've heard before, but I think it'll just kind of uh, go along with what we're doing today here. And we're just uh, reflecting on last week with Dallas Life Foundation. Also, we're thinking about the upcoming events. And we want to think about our hurricane victims from the Hurricane Harvey that was down on the coast down there for the Galveston and Houston and San Antonio and all that area down there. We want to continue to lift those men and women up. We want to see what we can do as a collective body, as true believers, what we can do to assist those. You know, a lot of things are, be, are being going, a lot of things are happening right now throughout this country. But we have to be an uh, agent of change. We have to change. We have to be effective in changing these things here. And if God before that I stay early, who could be against us? I ask you to uh, see what you could do. Say, Lord, what would you have me to do? And guess what? God is faithful and just in everything that he, that, uh, he put to your hands to do. So I encourage you to continue to be about our Father's business. Again, you'll listen to Free on the Inside. Uh, that number is 310-982-4126. And please uh, make use of that number, lock it into your phone or your tablet, and give us a call. Let us know what's going on right, uh, in you and your life in the ministry. And, again, we want to pray for our uh, uh, men and women that's involved in, in the uh, assisting of other men and women down the volunteers for Hurricane Harvey. And our, all the volunteers are pulling together to us to assist those that's in need. Amen. So continue to just reflect on this morning. Let's just give God honor and glory for everything that he's doing. Again, you're listening to Free on the Inside.
Hey, man, we pray that you enjoy that musical selection here. We're going to open up the phone line. So we have a uh, call on the line, and we're going to see if we can uh, bring them in right, right away here and see uh, if they have something regarding what. Good morning, Miss Vera. Miss Vera, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Good morning. Welcome to our show here, Miss Vera. Oh, wow. Well. I know I catch you off guard, but I wanted to talk with you because you so you was a part of the Katrina uh, catastrophe that happened many years ago. So give us a reflection on on things that's happening now with Hurricane Harvey that we just experienced a week ago, how the relatives are being displaced. And you was a, you have been involved in something like that. So give us an inside glimpse of what some of the relatives might, or some of the people may be going through and some of the systems that they may need. Well, right now there are, some of them are experiencing the same thing as Hurricane Katrina. But to me with better results because they were out, you know, there wasn't too many lives lost this time. So the warning came in, and a lot of people left out. And the experience is like, it's mind-blowing because who would have ever thought this would happen again? I know, I know. And this is something that you don't get over in just a, a year or two. It's been, it's been many years, and you still kind of reflect on those things, don't you? All the time, you're right, and and uh, a lot of things. I'm grateful that I have came through it, and I still see the struggle start over because it's always a struggle when you're starting again, uh, starting over again. So, you know, basically, you know, you just gotta pray, strengthen the Lord, and also always um, be mindful of your surroundings, and um, you know. Just don't know. You don't know what tomorrow will bring. And that is so true. That is so. I want to thank you for calling in. I want to thank you for being a a regular listener to the program. And, and as uh, I was reflecting on what happened last week, and you had called, and I thought, uh, I thought about it. let's hear a word from uh, Miss Vera because you were just uh, you was involved in the uh, hurricane uh, down in New Orleans and Katrina, and you had, and you had told us about some of the things that. Uh, that you struggle with, and how how you was a uh, uh, how you were able to come through that, and guess what? Some of the same people, or some of people are struggling going through same some of the same things that you went through yes. for housing, for jobs, yes. and just yes. uh, uh, just being in a in a in a uh, unfamiliar place. Now, I don't know yes. if you ever stayed in a in a group shelter. Now, did you ever experience that? The only time I had experienced that is wasn't with the Hurricane Katrina because I was fortunate enough to have a job to where the job was going to Texas. They brought us to Texas and said, hey, I want to come, you know, get your family. And I was fortunate in that area to where I escaped that horrific ordeal. Some of my family, they experienced it in the Superdome because they went there as a safe, you know, place. But you know, other but it wasn't safe after a while. But they experienced that, and the the stories my sister always tell me every time I call, she said they'll never know how bad it was, and when that water when the levee broke, and how the way they had to run you know run through the water just like the people during in Houston, and other places you know Kofi Christie, and other places. But it was horrible. They said we had to get to that bus. And it was on top of that hill where Cleo Fields was. Uh, and he just said, come on, y'all, come on, we're getting out of here, we're getting out of here. And um, But it was it was horrible. And the, the story she tell, I just don't have time to say that. But she would tell some horrific stories of what they went through in the Superdome because they had to wait. But a lot of people, you know, when you, you ball down with a lot of people and a lot of people panicking and you just don't know what to do. And sick, and it's just horrible. It's a horrible experience. 
Yes, that is, and uh, and you know, I am so glad that you uh that you call in and that you were able to share that because you know we can talk about it, but until someone have been a part of that and experienced that firsthand, you cannot really get the full extent of it. And I thank God for saving you and for allowing you to uh, live through that and sharing your story. You know, you have been able to write several books behind that and your uh, experience with Katrina. Would you please share that with our listening audience if you have a moment? Yes, sir. Yes, yes, Minister. Well, the thing about it with the with the books I began to write, to me it was um, God's gift to me because um, it was to share this gift to people who either went through the hurricane or who was affected by the hurricane and also the spiritual experience because of the prayers that went up and even the people that came to, towards me because I told them I was from New Orleans, and we gone through this, and I was able to hold hands and pray and be be very uh, diligent in my prayers. And through this writing, I think it was a spirit a spiritual experience, and I was just so grateful. And the people were to buy this book is on Amazon dot <clears throat> com. <clears throat> Sorry, online you got to buy this book online. It's called Black Dumbo New Orleans: The Hurricane Katrina in New Orleans. Uh, August 29, 2005, it's a poetic speaking for books told in stories of the experience that we went through and I went through of Hurricane Katrina. And um, Soul to Soul of Inspirations, that was my first book. And also, I have other books I have written, but they are regular other books, but they're not about the hurricane. So, but these two books are. And you know, uh, uh, because of that tragedy and what you went through, it allowed you to develop another gift, and that was in your books. You know, and you see how God can turn tragedy into triumph, and and that's the beauty of it. It's okay. But but, uh, Joyce Myers always says he'll give you beauty for ashes. <laughs> yes, he will. Yes, he will. You know what? I'm not going to hold you up. I want to thank you for calling in because, I, uh, you know, this will really uh, set the tempo for our show here. I can talk about these things and tell people where to go mm-hmm. and, and get them some advice on it. But have someone have it firsthand, and you can uh, and you can really share with us. Now, you know, we uh, everybody wants to help, and everybody wants mm-hmm. to. Uh, assist people based on your experience. You know when people, you know when we doing these kind of things here. What are some things that people need to kind of get their life back uh, in order? Well, what I did, I like to speak for myself, um, is after the people reached out and they gave a lot of uh, not just gifting money but clothing, and then you sat a while and wondering, oh, what's next? What's next? But always remember the things that you used to do where you was and kind of fit it into, I guess, adjust into what you're going through now and trying to get yourself back together on that on that track. You know, I'm not saying the bad things. I'm just saying the things that, that made you functional, made you strong, made you humanized, you know, to where you can see your way better. I, I put it like that, see your way better. And that's yeah. what I did. I said, wait a minute, let me see what I used to Oh, yeah, okay. I was doing this, I was doing that. And I found out when I was searching for jobs, and the jobs was, you know, the doors were being opened. And the things I was doing in New Orleans, you know, working uh, as a cook, I'm doing it today. So, you know, I said, this is what I like to do. Go to the library, I like to do that. I like to read. I like to be on the computer. I like to, you know, write. I like to do things like that. So, I kind of fit it into what I used to do and what I'm used to doing. So it made my life better. Um, you know, that is, uh, thank you for sharing that. It's a get back to some normalcy in your life. Don't dwell yes. on those things. Just, yeah, pick up the pieces and go on. You, Oh, that, that is awesome. You know, somebody need to hear that. I need to hear that. Yes, and go to church. Don't ever stop going to church serving the Lord, worshiping God, because it's a truly, I mean, it's, 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 it's an uplifting and this is what you need in your life. A lot of people feel or believe that they don't, but yes, you do. You need God in order to bring you through these trying times. Now, now, t- now, tell me now, how much of a challenge not to blame God? We know we are Christian, but sometimes people want to blame God for mishaps and, and, and things that go on in life. You know, that's a challenge. How do you work through 
blaming God for a loss of livelihood as you knew it? No, sometimes um, they blame God because you still believe, oh, he's in complete control of everything. And sometimes the bad things, you know, um, that we go through do make us strong. Otherwise, we'll always be weak. But he is always there to pick us up when these bad things do happen. And so I had some <clears throat> things happen in my life <clears throat> after Hurricane Katrina, the loss of my child and grandbabies was lost in a house fire. And I thought I couldn't get through it. And sure enough, you know, they went back to New Orleans and they experienced that. But the thing about it is, God, you know, I prayed for strength, and he helped me through that ordeal, and he's still helping me today, although I think about it, but I don't blame him. I know, you know, he knows everybody have a time. We all have a time down here, so we do what we need to do now, but we always, always put God first because regardless, don't blame him for Hurricane Katrina. Don't blame him for Houston. You know, he looks beyond our faults and see our needs. You know where we're supposed to be at that particular place, at that particular time. So sometimes he just gets us out the way and says, look, I need you here right now. I need you to help somebody over there. They need help. He will move us around, regardless if he got to blow you here or blow you there. And the people that I met, you know, I was so glad. Like you, for instance, I'm in the right place. I said, wow. I'm going to never know. I have never been on the radio. I have never been, you know, experienced talk shows. I have never, you know, but he knows. So, I mean, we look at the bad, consider the good. Oh, that is so true. That is well spoken. I want to thank you. I want to thank you because you have encouraged me also in our listening audience. Uh, you know, we pray that things uh, continue to go well in your life regarding the thing that that, that, uh, that you find joy in, the thing that God put to your hands to do. You're very gifted and talented, and someone needs to hear that. Someone needs to be aware of that, That's knowing that God has no respect to person. What he done for Miss Vera, he could do for you, he could do for me. We serve a God that's a mighty God. And, you know, uh, Miss Vera, I'm going to let you go. Thank you for calling in. I know that this is out of your comfort zone, but you answered it, though. I'm not going to hold you up. But, uh, but tell me now. Tell me now. Let people know without a shadow of doubt that things are going to be all right. Because somebody's going to hear this program, and someone may be losing hope because of what happened to them. And let them know that, hey, I, I, I'm a survivor. And let them know that they can be a successful. That's right. There's hope. There's hope. That's it. That's it. Well, I'm not going to hold you up. Thank you very much, and, and, and appreciate. Thank you for supporting this program. Here, we do the best we can, but we can't do anything without people like yourself to sharing and and being free on the inside, Miss Vera. You know, that's what our program's about. You know, because the world tell us that we can't do this, and people tell us that we shouldn't be doing this. But God said that, uh, you know, that He's able to work through us. So that's all we have to do. It's just we just uh, being a vessel. We're in the potter's hand, and he's shaping and molding us. Thank so again, you so much. Well, now, thank you, thank you. And, Ms. Vera, I know you uh, you write poetry. I'm looking forward to what uh, your gifting. Do you have a, one quick poem that you can share with us right quick? Or will it? Well, uh, I'll share a quick poem like this. It says, um, okay. the one with, um, let's see. I was streetcar named Desire. That was for Hurricane Katrina. It says, I crawled through the streets of disparity, but for the sake of clarity, it's rare that I don't have anyone to take care of me. I came to my stop at the station, only to find it had little circulation of the crowds that once filled the streets. I blew my horn, yet no one heard me, as I chuck along through these streets of misery. But I'm the streetcar main desire. I chuck alone through the streets without missing a beat as I come to face the harsh reality of a lesser crowd that once filled the streets. That's quick hey, as I can man. get it. That's okay. That's okay. That's just a little, that's a teaser. Now, that's from your book. Yes. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, give us the name Black of your Gumbo. book again. It's Black Gumbo. <laughs> hey, man. God yes. bless you, though. 
Miss Vera, God bless you. And thank you, thank you for sharing your gift and your experience with the Hurricane Katrina and to let our listening audience and all those who have been affected by Hurricane Harvey that God is yes. still in control. Yes, God my bless you. With them. Yeah, God bless you. Enjoy the balance of your day, okay? Okay, thank you. All right, God bless you. And we have Miss Vera down on the line that she's been. Uh, she was sharing with us her experience with uh, with her uh, her time down in New Orleans, and we thank God that uh, as she came to us safely. That she had the boldness to share with our listening audience uh, that everything gonna be all right. And she's very gifted. She shared a portion of her strips of her, her her poetry from her book Black Gumbo uh, about her, her her time there in New Orleans. Amen. So. We want to make sure that everything is going okay with her. Uh, amen. And so you're listening to, again, you're listening to Free on the Inside, a weekly internet program to inform you, to encourage you, to challenge you to be all you can be. A call-in number is 310-982-4126. You, too, can call in on the show, 310-982-4126. I'm getting a call from Brother Willie, and I hope Brother Willie calls the show. That number is 310-982-4126. Brother Willie was a part of our uh, ministry team that went down the Dallas Life Foundation. But as we get ready to wind down this program, again, we want to thank all our volunteers for assisting us last weekend. We want to uh, be very mindful that this is the day that the Lord had made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Uh, we want to uh, lift up Brother Daniel, his absence. He's not with us this morning because of other, uh, other engagements he had, but we want to be mindful of him, and he'll come back in next week. Amen. Again, uh, we have a short episode of uh, a show here that's coming up here. Let's see, Dallas Life Foundation. We'll play a few minutes of that, and then we will be dismissed. So uh, kick back and relax. Uh, we're going to play the uh, our show from last week to when we get it downloaded. So enjoy this portion of audio clip from Dallas Life Foundation. What? She's a mother. She have a husband. But yet, on Saturday morning, her and her family came out here to Dallas Life. She came out here to follow the, uh, what God asked her to do. He said, go ye therefore. She heard the voice and she came out. Good morning, Miss Juanita. Good morning. Welcome to Dallas Life. Welcome to our internet program, Free on the Inside, JJTS. There stands for the street. This is part of the street ministry. So give us your take on what you're doing today. And encourage someone to be about our father's business. Today I'm here just because there was one time in my life where I used to be homeless myself in the streets of Chicago, and I know what it is to be out there, and I know what it is to be hungry. But God had plans for me, and his plans were for better for me, and he turned my whole life around, and he has put a roof over my head, and he just blessed me all kinds of ways. So it's my, my, my heart felt to just come out here and do what uh, what my God has for me to do, and he, is, he told me to just, I have to do what, what God has done for me. I have to turn back uh, the, the time, the clock, and do the same thing as be a servant for the Lord. And, and that is what he wants us to do. It's just to be a servant for Christ. Now, now Ms. Juanita, now what do you think about Dallas? Like, you know, you said you had been in other places. Now, would you be okay with sending somebody down here that referring them? We know you also have a home. But sometimes people, they get it the wrong understanding of a, uh, going to a shelter, going to places for assistance. Yes, I would recommend it. It is an awesome place here. The, the people here are doing great things for the community. They're doing great things for, for the people that need a, a place here. It's an amazing place. I would recommend them at any time, at any time that they need it. I would all, all recommend it. Now, now, also, now, you are with Victory Outreach. And Victor Outreach, I've, I've been there before. And they have a men's home and also a women's home. Could you tell, do you, can you give us some information regarding the women's home or the location? So if some women, a woman may want a place to stay, a safe place, a place to be restored and recovered, and a place to be in a relationship with Christ Jesus. Could you give us some address and some of the things they can expect? Yes, we, we are from Victor Outreach, North Dallas, and our, our, our church has two women's homes. One is located in the east side of Dallas, and uh, the other one is in Fort Worth. And I believe they're working one in Arlington, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but this, these are Christian recovery homes. And what we do is we take the women from the streets uh, of any kinds of walks of life. Uh, a lot of these women are drug addicted and, and, 
and, and uh, they have nowhere to go. And what we do is we pick them up at any time, we take them in, and we try to show them the life of Christ, well, how Christ can change their lives. A lot of these women have gone into our women's home and came out, and today they are now serving the Lord. Some of them are even pastors' wives. And uh, anytime you need, we would love to be come and get you. All you have to do is reach us at Victory Outreach uh, North Dallas. God bless you. Thank you very much. And uh... that concludes that portion of our interview down at Dallas Life that was taken a, a, a couple of years ago with Miss Juanita and Victory Outreach for the part of what we are doing. We want to thank God for the faithful volunteers. We want to thank God for allowing us to uh, host this program once again. We don't take anything for granted. We want to thank God for our uh, on-time uh, guest this morning, Miss uh, Vera, uh, Miss Vera, very gifted and talented. She wrote a book of uh, about black uh, black gumbo of New Orleans, a city in ruin, and she shared a poetry with us called Streetcar Named Desire. I love that. I love that because she was pouring out her soul and her spirit and her her, uh, her insight on what's going on. She was letting us know in the bottom, and all the hurricane victims a Hurricane Harvey, that everything's going to be all right. But as we get ready to wind down here, we will never leave this program without thanking you and thanking God and for all that he's doing and asking you and encouraging you to help change your life in Jesus' name. Grace and Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. We thank you for this day that was not promised to us. your Lord, we are, we are lifting up our uh, brothers and sisters that's involved in the hurricane, dear Lord, Hurricane Harvey, dear Lord. We know that, dear Lord, that you are able, dear Lord. You know, you are in the midst of that right there, dear Lord. You are in the midst of the storm, dear Lord. Keep them, give them comfort, let them have an assurance, dear Lord, that everything's going to be all right. We pray for the families, dear Lord, that's been displaced, dear Lord, that they find comfort and assurance in where you're leading them, dear Lord. Let them hear your voice in the midst of all the chaos. Let them feel your presence, dear Lord, in the midst of whatever going on, dear Lord. Dear Lord, we pray for those that have lost their life, dear Lord. We pray for those uh, for those people, dear Lord, that were uh, 